You're listening to the Millennial Minute Podcast, giving this generation what they want to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Millennial Minute, aka a glitch in the matrix. Mm-hmm. We're back for another week. Uh, unfortunately, Rod, non-existent. We, we officially sent him his uh, pink slip last He just week. poofed into thin air. We don't know what happened. Yep, this pandemic got to him and he just couldn't handle it anymore. And therefore, we could not handle it anymore. He escaped the simulator. <laughs> he did. He did. He took the blue pill when he should have took the red <laughs> pill. Anyways, I am your boy, He Who Speaks, Speaks, and I will be hosting this podcast, this Glitch in the Matrix podcast. I feel like people are going to get confused. We're millennial men, I guess. It's okay. No, we're not. <laughs> I feel like people are going to What the fuck? Anyways. We're millennial men, 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 Anyways. So, we have a... Okay. We have a somewhat packed house today. Um, let's go ahead and introduce the people that are going to be in this nice little formation of squares that we have going on right now. We've got Chibs all the way from D.C. Say what's up to the people. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, we, cross we, we, oh, is that the low? Just kidding. Yeah, whoa. And then we got half a face all the way in Arizona, uh, only showing his forehead and eyes. We got a leaf. How you I doing? Nostril. How you doing, Alejandro Sanchez? Oh, sh- what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> How stage. you doing? That's my Good stage boy. name. Let me change that real quick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then we've got... That's, that's the name that I use every Saturday night. I see. You know I, mean? I see no wig, so you know what? Anyways. Oh, well then. I see. Anyways, we're going in now to uh, Miss T. Hi. In California, where things are still lit. As red as, red as my do-rag. Um, how are we doing today? We're doing... We're doing, yeah, I don't know. Getting tired. (laughs) And like I said, I am your boy, He Who Speaks, and I will be hosting this podcast today. So before we get into our juicy, as as Rod would say, juicy topic, we have to to go ahead and get paid first. So first, we're going to shout out our day one A1 sponsor, which is Productive Culture. Productive Culture is going to be handling all of your mixing, mastering, whatever you need audio-wise, if your audio is here, or even if you think your audio is here, they're going to take it to see new heights off the screen. Off the screen. All right. Culture, culture, culture. All right. Shout out Productive. You know what? Go ahead and give them a follow on their Instagram, Productive Culture. Uh, They are hands down the best, best production company to work with. Doesn't matter. I don't care who you think. They top everybody. All right. If you go to productiveculture.com forward slash podcast and tell them the millennial minute sent you, you're going to get hooked up. So I'd be highly advising people to make use of your time during this pandemic. (laughs) Yes. Make use of your time during this pandemic and start a podcast and get your lazy ass off the couch. All right. You sound like that Everest commercial. Oh, are you talking about anyways? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be in there So you might as well, you know, be doing something. All right. Next, our newest culture. Our newest culture. Our newest, newest culture? Our newest culture. All right. Our newest sponsor. 
three big games. Three big games is a collectible trading, doesn't matter, one-stop shop for whatever you need. If you need comics, T constantly needs new Funko Pops. She goes there to help out with her collection, as you guys can see slightly, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, get get it, yes, yes. There you go. Yes, but they're the one, you're a one-stop shop. They are located in the IE, for anybody that was wondering. They are located at, let me pull this up for you guys really quick, 1600 East Holt Ave, Space K24 in Pomona, California. They are open, and once again, this is a minority podcast. We are asking you to support minority businesses, Black-owned businesses, Anything that you can that is considered a small business, give them your support during this time, during this pandemic. They are crucial. We are crucial. We stand together with all small small owned businesses, okay? All right. I think small I- or black. Long time you can see it. Yes. So once again, <laughs> shut up, productive. Shut up, three bit. Shut up, productive. I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Imagine. Give them a shout out and then tell them to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> Can you imagine Jordan comes on and be like, hey, this guy, shut up. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, going into today's topic, a very juicy topic. The topic. <laughs> very juicy topic. The topic of sex. Da, 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 da. Doing the sex. Workers. I don't sex. know what you're talking about. I've never even heard of sex. Thanks. Yes. I've never heard of that. I know. It's it's been a it's been a while since we've talked about anything like this. <laughs> we've never talked about anything like this. So, you know, I think it's important for us to stress the fact of we understand that this is a maybe a little bit of a controversial topic. Might be for some yeah. people. A little, little racy. A little, little tricky. A little risque, you know. A little risque, you know. I love that so word. If this is not something that you uh, want to talk about, want to hear about, we understand. All we're going to ask for you is just to keep it playing and just mute it. So that way just we shut it. up and listen. Yeah, shut up and listen. I'm telling I you. Shut up the word of the day. <laughs> so yes, T, you want to go ahead and get in to No, our- shut up. Just kidding. Okay, we're going to have one minute. We're not going to get this done at all. <laughs> We're not going to talk about whether we think it should be legal and why. We'll go we'll go with speaks, shibs, a leaf, and then we'll I'll go last. Ready? Ooh, yes. That yes. go. I believe that sex work should be legal. <gasps> why? Basically because I mean it's getting to that point where I think that it, it'll have bigger implications on in our society. I think it'll help a lot more than it is. It will hurt. And it's also going on right now. So we might as well make some profit off of it. Okay. Next. Uh, I believe. Wait a minute. I don't know. I don't know enough about the topic. I have a lot of questions. Okay. All right, Chibs. All right. I believe that it should be legal, just like Speak said. Uh, it's still, if it's, it's going to happen, whether we want to or not, whether it's illegal or illegal, so the best thing to do is to make sure people doing it are as safe as possible. I think that we should make it legal just so that it's safe for everybody. We've got four seconds. That's it. Come on, see something else? What happened? I, don't know, I was stressing. Burr, 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 burr. Hey. Get up, see. 
All right. <laughs> We're here. Just kidding, so, T. You know I love you. Let's go ahead. I think we should open up with another question. Alif. Okay. Wait, can I do this? Can I do this quickly? Alif. So, can I look in this? Yeah, if I look down. Alif, you have no, a question. The leaf is down here for me. God. No, no, he's, he's over here. What are you talking about? Oh, you messed it up. Shut up, T. Alif, <laughs> <laughs> what is one of the questions that you would that you have since you have many? Um, how how would how would uh, de uh, legalizing sex work like prostitution and stuff? How would that make it safer for women? Okay. Excellent question, Elise. Excellent. Take it away, speaks. Do do wait. Do we want to, or do you want to answer it? Just? A, I mean, I, I mean, I was asking speaks, oh. but I guess anyone can answer it. Oh no, no, oh. yeah. Hey, don't fuck you, Bruce. That's fine. That's okay. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. Am I anyway. answering? <laughs> Shiv's answering oh. this. One. Oh yeah, anybody. Like, how how does how does it make it safe? I feel like if it's regulated by the government, they're gonna be able to know what's going on and. Like, I think we were just kind of discussing this before the podcast, but basically they'll be able to test them and see if they are being safe, you know? And I feel like a lot of people don't have access to that, or maybe they don't, I don't know. They would probably more than likely not put that as a priority to keep their sex workers safe if it's not regulated by the government. If it's regulated yeah. by the government, they're going to put certain guidelines in there that would, in theory lead to a more healthier worker a more safer environment because if it's just on the you know on the hush hush and done in you know behind closed doors there's a no there's essentially no rules and if you're putting a if you're putting humans in a position where so, there's no rule it's not there's certain priorities that are just not going to be made about. I also feel like, I was talking, oh sorry sorry like not just like testing in terms of like your health, but like, like a lot of these prost, a lot of prostitutes, like they work for like pros, they're part of prostitution rings and like they work for pimps and all that stuff. Like how, how would they escape from that? Like it's not like, think so. like it's not like they can say like they can get up one morning and say, oh, I'm not gonna work for you anymore. I'm gonna go work for this company. Well, that's the thing too. If if it is legal, I feel like they'll be more likely to go ask for help because if it's illegal you're like i can't tell anybody about this because it's not even legal what i'm doing but mm -hmm. if it is legal then they'll feel more com more comfortable going to an authority saying hey like this is what's going on i'm being abused blah 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 like this is what's happening also you know? would you rather and would you rather have a manager that is of a business or would you rather have a manager that is his own partner with no rules oh that's not my question it's more like how do you escape from the manager that has no rules well if you're doing that and you're able to register that and requiring all that to be you know whatever i would think that there would be i just feel like it's kind of easier said than done i don't think so well, I, I, just, I guess but yeah i guess going back to what t said the the main the power that i suppose pimps have is that they're acting as protection for their workers exactly you know pr protection not just from like i don't know like people who, who don't pay but also protection from the police in theory that mm -hmm. part's a little less like a little loose but in theory that's like kind of their function as like their protection so they can continue their work mm -hmm. if that function is then shifted towards again in theory to the government 
they no longer have that power. Now they're no longer the protector. Now they are the abuser. So if anything were to happen to the workers, now they can go to authorities. Because before, if anyone goes to authorities, they would get in trouble for doing something illegal, which is prostitution. Exactly. Does that help answer that? That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's like, well, huh? Yeah. Mind blown. But <laughs> mind blown, but like, I appreciate the perspective. So, do you have any? Do you not think that that would work? Or do you have another question? Or do you have any? I, I, I kind of think like it's easier said than done. You know. Well, I think they also said the same thing about, you know, well, marijuana and things of that nature, too. Before things were illegal, there was always a question of, well, how are you going to make it illegal? Well, marijuana and, like, prostitution are two totally different things. I think that... I think it's the concept. It's the concept of of something being illegal rather than something like a drug or anything like that, you know? I mean, whether it's going to be, like, harder or not, it's the... It's the attempt to make it safer and better. And I think over time, it will be. It's not going to be overnight. You're going to see on the screen that it's legal. So they're going to walk out and say, fuck you, pimp, and walk away. No, that's probably not going to happen. But it's going to create an environment where someone feels safer, more Mm -hmm. confident, to Mm -hmm. be able to make those moving decisions rather than stay in that abusive cycle. Mm -hmm. So if they do make the decision, they have now the resources to do something. And here's 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 another thing I, I got a question about. Like, I feel like normal. I'm not saying that this would happen, but I feel like, in a way, that normalizing the act of buying sex, also kind of in a way like de debases men by assuming that they are entitled to access to a, to a woman's body for sexual gratification. There's men. It debases men. Yeah, who said it's only going to be men? There are also women that still hire male prostitutes. There but are, people do it either way. That's the thing. There are but, like, but on average, like there are more, let's be real, there are way more female prostitutes than male prostitutes. 100%. Well, but I mean, that's not, there's nothing wrong with having I mean, a think, highly male When you think about prostitutes, you think about women, right? And men buying women. Huh? I mean, when you think about prostitution, you think about women, right? And men who paid to 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 buy women's bodies okay i'm oh, sorry so I, just, I just feel like legalizing doesn't legalizing prostitution kind of normalize it okay continue to um i just wanted to say i feel like i i get what Alif is saying like oh then everybody's gonna go hire a prostitute but i think it takes like a you know a certain person to want to buy a woman's body and I don't think that it being legal or illegal is going to really change that do you know what I mean like when marijuana became legal I wasn't out freaking smoking every day or whatever that's like I think if you're going to do it you're going to do it regardless I mean that's, uh, so, that's just you like, that's, but then now if you're going to use that statement well that's just you like you you kind of have to take it case by case you're not you're only assuming in theory what would happen yeah, yeah, just like exactly. girls are assuming too so exactly I, you have to take it case by case Yes, but like at the same time, I don't think that there would be a situation in which it's like, oh, well, now you're just putting um, like men buying women. But like at the same time, there's always a stigma of this going on in society with um, sexualizing women through ads and everything else of that nature. There's always kind of going to be somewhat of a stigma to that. But if you put a put like shift the power dynamic 
then it's like you're it's like an independent contractor in a way like you're you're working your own and you can like take ownership of what's happening to you i guess i think that i think shifting that would be more power of the women rather than just looking at it so only a question for you guys is that like prostitution is a like at the end of the day prostitution is a form of sex trafficking so how do you secure sex trafficking well for one i would like to answer this and then i have a question of my own um sex trafficking i think is what makes prostitution so like dangerous in the first place i feel like like prostitution isn't in itself sex trafficking you know because i possibly oh, like sex to sex trafficking not is a form it ties to okay right and so that's why legalizing it it's a it's supposed to make them safer by cutting that off because when there is no regulation there is no safety and that's when people do the stuff in the dark though what sex trafficking is it's pretty much abusing these women at a zero accountability and the women have zero power. So let's just say in this hypothetical situation, sex, sex trafficking, in fact, at one point, sex, sex kind of like it was, it wasn't legal, but it was organized. And y'all know what this is, brothels. At yeah. one point, really early on in the 1900s, brothels were a big thing where women all lived in one giant, like, I don't know, mansion or whatever. They had one manager, like a little mistress. But the thing is that they were safe and protected in that brothel. They weren't being shipped out to different countries. They weren't getting beaten up and drugged up by men or whatever. Like as long as they were like stay in that area, they're they're protected and they're paid, you know. And pretty much they did what they have to do without fear of getting harmed to themselves. Mm-hmm. But when that like ended, that's when this whole ring of like street walking kind of appeared because they had nowhere to go, no that central location. It's a similar situation, not necessarily the same like severity, because I think like sex trafficking is obviously like an issue in it in and of itself. But like whenever you take something that used to be legal and then you, you know, make it illegal, people will always find a way to do it. You know, we saw that with marijuana. We saw that with alcohol. We see that every single day. Of course, in general. Yeah, in general. I'm just using the two where it was like, one became one was illegal became legal you know and one was taken away like with alcohol way back when i don't i don't know exact times but people will find a way but once you legalize it then it becomes a priority of the government and government regulations more businesses open more jobs are created therefore you have to put more rules in place in order to make that a safe viable option for people to make an honest living also, too, if you were to, um, as, as it pertains to your whole sex trafficking, a lot of the issues that come in with sex trafficking, when you make that legal, now there's going to be an age put on it that, like, you know, at this specific point, you know, you, you can work this job. Like, sex trafficking, it doesn't matter what age you are. You're, it's illegal for one. Two, they've put it like they they emphasize or they want maybe specific age group which also gives a negative stigma to um like sex trafficking and just sex workers in general because i don't think that people will look people don't look at sex like 
sex trafficking in the same way as if we're, if we're talking about a 13 year old versus somebody who's 22, you know, it's still bad in the, like, it's still bad because it's illegal, but at the same time, if a victim is 22 making her own choices versus a 13 year old, I think we have a bigger issue at hand. It's, it's also, because it's regulated. Yes. Yeah. But then my thing is like, is specifically like the specific, how are you going to legalize it and keep everyone safe? That's my point. Like the, the well, I think how. Shiv's touched on how brothels used to be legalized and regulated. It was never legal, but it was safe. Oh, safe. Okay, safe. Maybe not legal. You're right. My bad. But and I feel like we have talked about it. Like I feel like I've been giving examples of like, I mean, if you want literally how we're going to make it legal, you would have to pass a bill through Congress, and then Congress will have to pass it through the House, and then the president will have to sign it into law. But no, I get all that. But how do you keep people safe? Like, would, would only would these services only be accessible through? Yeah, I don't know, a quote-unquote brothel? Like, would it be illegal to, like, sell sex on the street? Like, I, I mean... I uh, yes. So, okay, so I guess, like I'm you said, so this, this is a complete, uh, completely, like, hypothetical situation with what we haven't seen, but in my version of it, I would say that, yes, yeah, it would, in in a, in a way, eliminate street, um, street walking just because, like, why would you need to street walk if you can do it in this, like, controlled and regulated environment mm-hmm. you know which is so like it's, it's kind of like well why would you even want to do that in the first place when you can just like go here i think so where yeah go ahead <clears throat> yeah so like so yeah so if i guess to answer your question is yes i would say if it will be legal i would think that street walking would, would be illegal just to have a more structured and regulated system on how to continue that same process in a better way should there be a test for everyone who tries to use these services before they go use these services? What kind of, well, like, you're talking about, like, testing, like, sexual, like, um, like an STD test? Of course, that would be, like, one of the number one things that you would also, like, not eliminate, but you would definitely make it. It takes a few days to get test results back, so that wouldn't that? I think it's more like you need to have protection that would have to be part of, like, the laws. You have to have protected Yes. Yeah. My thing is that, like, here, for example, since it takes a few days to, to get test results back, right? For example, I, take, I go take a test, right? It, since it takes, like, three, to, three, to, three days to a week to get test results back, what's well, stopping me from going to have sex with somebody else between that time frame? Because that test result doesn't account for that. For that for and that you can test. do that. But I, mean, I that's, But that's, I mean, I think in that scenario, that's not necessarily the best, like, that's not the best way to look at it because. Yeah, but that's a, that that happened. That if, happen. if you're doing that, then I think most likely, if you're paying for that type of person, I don't. I think it's because for one, sex is not very accessible to you. Yeah, exa- accessible to you for one. So I don't think it's going to be just this situation where like, you know, things have like you test one day that thing is not okay like what what do you say to the person that was doing drugs went to coachella or something like that a few days ago took a drug test before then and then they ended up having you know drugs in their system after the after they took the drug test like does that you know like that doesn't necessarily correlate doesn't really matter in that scenario uh, <clears throat> and i'm like i like you said i feel like they should offer 
for protection. I mean, mm-hmm. like she said, I mean, it's the, it's the the person is like the work themselves, and if they just like an athlete, they have to stay as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. So why would they put themselves in danger in any way at all? And so just like a condom is supposed to be like the number one form of contraception. Yep. Other than abstinence. Mm-hmm. But like a, a second after that is condoms and that just protects against almost all sexual diseases unless it pops, <clears throat> you know? So um, I feel like mm-hmm. if that part is covered, you know, that's like, that's, that's like the minimum. Mm-hmm. But I will still say even even after that, you still should get tested. Yeah. I mean, before too. it should be a, a prerequisite. And then on top of that, you got to work too. What happens if you like, I think it's somebody. Oh, sorry. Right. I think, sorry, sorry. T, yes, yes, something. Yeah, I just wanted to go back to a leaf's quest, like real, not real question, sorry. Um, His his original question about um, how it would become legal. Just think it's as simple as how does anyone start a business, right? That's not my question. How do you keep everyone safe? You Wait, hold up. You asked how does it become become legal? Yes, like how would you make it legal and how would you keep everyone safe? For one, you use... Being safe are two different things. That's why I'm like... Well, I asked a two-part question. Well, well, I'm saying the legal-wise, it would just be you apply for a business. There's rules and regulations put into place that you have to uphold. It's just like any other business, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I want to go personal train, I have to get my personal training license. I have to make sure that there's rules. I have to go to CBR. <clears throat> like there's rules that I have to take to get also, there. Too, I think it's also too important to outline what do you define as like safe? Yeah. Because I think there's also risk with any profession. So when you say safe, are you looking to make this 100% safe? Because no job on earth is 100% safe. Of course, you, of course the goal is to make 100% safe. Yes. Safe for who? Yes. But for like, well, for and but like are you saying that because this is not like there's no way to make this 100% safe that you, you feel as though this shouldn't be, I guess, made legal? Uh. Yeah, yeah. If, if everyone can't be safe, like why? Like, you but can't it's not but are you, sorry, sorry. Oh, but what job? Sure. What job can you point to that says that you are a hundred percent safe? Oh, I mean, like being a cashier is dangerous. You get, you know, there's you people can that get robbed. Out. Yeah, but what's the probability of you being like uh, catching, catching like some? We're throwing of- hypotheticals of like what's the possibility. I mean, it doesn't matter what the possibility what's is. The there's prob- a probability. Like, and also too, even, but also too with that, like what you're talking about, like what's the probability? I think you have a more likely chance of getting robbed in South Central LA versus Beverly Hills. Doesn't mean that that makes the job any less dangerous or makes it any less like you know risk assessment is contingent on area is also contingent on just a variety of different factors so if you're taking if a business is taking the necessary steps and has the necessary guidelines in place using condoms testing proper testing also too one thing that we're also not taking into account if there's a if sex if sex workers are to become legalized i feel as though the testing would a lot more monetary research would be put into testing and making those tests as quick as possible if it's within a day's turnaround i'm sorry i'm all about testing if it's within a day's turnaround but that's not 
we don't want i mean i don't know if there's such service like that exists today well i mean i've gone to uh, i mean i've gone to planned parenthood and had relatively quick results as far as like within the day um yeah i think so I do want to mention, I don't think that just because 100% of the people can't be protected, that that's a good reason to not make it legal. Because if we can protect some of the people, then I think that that's like a risk that we should take. And I think that in time, we'll be able to protect more and more people. Yeah, you know? it starts with getting it legalized. Exactly. You have to get the ball rolling at some point. I mean, did anybody really think that there would like in 2020 when things started to be late and marijuana started to become legal did you ever think if you were to go back 20 years that there would be a bar designated to get high at like these are all realms of like these are all new little nuances of making certain things legal that we didn't even think possible so if you make it legalized and if you legalize something there's more there's there's a wider realm of you know things that can happen. you have any like stats that says legalizing things makes it more safer do you <laughs> no no that's, i'm asking like, <laughs> i'm asking you too yeah i, I don't know like because you, you, like you're saying like legalizing marijuana i'm not saying it hasn't i don't know like has it made, made things like for example like drinking alcohol is, is legal and you fucking you have fucking DUIs every day exactly but, but there's regulations, you know, you have to be 20. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Susan Kushwa. Uh, at least, yes. As a matter of fact, I do know that there is study because this in, this entire conversation is real in Europe. I believe in Amsterdam, where all sex work is legal. What's up? And in New Zealand, too. What's up? And in New Zealand as well. I know, but you're saying what the stats are. I don't know, but I, before, I don't know them specifically. I can't give you numbers, but what I do know the trends, and the trends is that the um, amount of like abuse and it has become safer and the SDGs has gone down since it has become legalized. Yeah, like I know in some Nordic countries, like they made it legal to sell sex, but to buy it is illegal. So essentially- Yeah, yeah, yeah. They switched the-, um, the, the um, Legal, but to buy sex is illegal? Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah to, to clear that up, uh, speaks, I, know, I know what he's talking about. It's basically that, like, here in the U.S., if you were caught buying sex with a prostitute, you won't get in trouble, but the prostitute will. So, in other countries, it's switched. <clears throat> what I do want to mention as far as um, Alif asking for legal proof, it's the same with gun control, right? People are like, how are we going to regulate guns? But you see this in countries that do have gun control, that there's lower gun violence. So. Anything that's anything that's more regulated by by applying that to any scenario, I think you can see more positive trends rather than negative trends. Yeah. Also, uh, I, I did have I did have a question, just for Lee, I guess for anyone. I mean, so like, really, what's the difference between like a sex worker and like a masseuse or someone from a massage parlor? A masseuse, like a, a, a masseuse. Some someone who gives massages. Difference. I mean, they're they're. Not like a joke. It's like it's like like literally. What's the difference? I mean, like a masseuse is someone who's a trained. Who I mean, they give professional massages. Okay. They have a low risk of getting an STD, but again, it can be. But but I guess for me, the point is that they both 
offer their services using their body and then the receiver both get pleasure in both cases you know so everyone so i guess this goes back to earlier what you were saying earlier how you're like saying like oh these people are like debasing because they're like using their body or, or something along those lines but there's plenty of cases when oh like when you say about buying women and, and that's okay people buy people all the time but that's okay. And massaging is one of those times when a person's body is being used for the service of another. Also, too, so, aren't, you buying, aren't you buying, like, if you pay anybody to show up to an event of some sort, aren't you technically buying that person for a specific amount of time? I mean, there's strippers. Strippers yeah. are legal. Stripper, yeah. You're not using them for your, to show up in an event. You're not using them for their body. What if, what if somebody hires a person? I'm there. I mean, are you like exchanging like bodily fluids with them, Chibs? Strippers are a good example. Strippers are a good example. Yes. You're said a professional, a you're a professional dancer for a party. Like, that's the same thing. Fluids with strippers? But you're still sexualizing them. And you're talking about buying a woman's body. So when you're going to a strip club, you're using that woman's body for your I mean, own. I personally pleasure. don't condone like strip clubs. It's just me though. Like it's a little like, Yes, but but we're using that as like this. Strippers are a perfectly legal form of this. Like you are you are not like obviously you are not having sex with the stripper, which you know opens up a whole different realm of things. But by look making those how, legal- look at how strippers are fantasized, like. Look and at how people but like you're people. bringing this into the realm of moral authority, and that's where it's just kind of just like, well, I mean, you, you can argue about that all day, but we're talking about like whether it should be legalized and safe. Yeah, yeah. I'm just asking, like, how are you going to keep it safe? If yeah. you have, if you have regulated, if you have regulated testing, require certain things on hand, like a, a condom. I think a lot of those things that you, a lot of those things are, a, li- a lot of those risks are almost eliminated, you know? And, I think also, and also too, like if you have, if you were to have like somebody outside the door or whatever, like I would imagine you'd have necessary security for that kind of job so that way nobody can be taken advantage of. You like, and also too, aren't like, I'd have to look this up, but go ahead, T, while I look this up. I just want to say as far as there's a lot of ways to make it safe, right? You can add easy access to testing. You can add security. You can add even counseling if you'd like. There's a lot of different options that we can add. And I think, like we said, at first, it's not going to be 100% safe for everybody, but it's going to be one of those things where you have to go with the flow, see how we can implement more things. uh, So I get what you're saying. Like, you can add counseling and help. Easy access to testing health services and all that stuff well i think in a way that's more um more information for people who do, who manage sex work illegally to like stay away from to make to to continue a black market you know what i mean well because yeah, that's that, i mean there's still people that sell there's still people that sell marijuana illegally but yeah just like she said it won't ever eliminate like, all yeah. Like overnight, it won't eliminate like all the bad things that are associated with that. That's very entrenched. It'll but definitely it's just supposed but it'll, to make it better. 
Yeah, and it also it'll take away from those from those markets, so people won't necessarily feel the need to go to that. You know, also too, we're also not taking into account the stigma of sex workers too. If it's legalized and it's you know taxed and everything else like that, nobody the the stigma of sex workers and everything else like that over time will be diminished. I literally just said, and also and also too, like, are we gonna? Sorry, sorry, what would you what you say? I I kind of said like. 10 minutes ago i don't think it would be i think I, it would be i don't think it would what are you talking about are we gonna a perfect example of that is only fans what are you talking about everybody and their mom wants to start an only fans now i think that's something that's more morally is that, is that, i mean like like some moral, it's a moral discussion but is that like uh, that is a moral discussion oh cool also Elif. so do you think I don't know how we did not talk about this yet, but porn stars. How do you think porn stars stay safe? Porn stars That's what? a really good point. I love porn that. Porn stars are also legal. Porn how do you think, how you think porn stars stay safe? Uh, Chips, I, can't, I couldn't hear you. Oh, how do you think porn stars stay safe? Stay safe? They get, they, I know they're, they're required to get tested. That Everybody in that industry is required to get tested. They're not. Yes! Okay, so you agree that <laughs> Oh, I didn't say I agree. I just said everybody in the industry gets tested. That's all. That's, You're saying that's how they stay, stay safe. You're answering this question. That's how they stay safe. Okay. Or did you not mean to answer that as how they stay safe? That's, yeah, that's how, I mean, I know that, I know that they all get tested. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So yeah. I mean, so it's your, think, your question. Your question was that like, how do how do how can they stay safe? But but then in like in the that, same way that porn stars stay safe. Yes, but then like I'm talking. Yeah, like yes, so people who who engage in sex work, they yeah obviously get tested every so often. I'm talking about their clients because as a client, my main job is not to be a sex worker. I have another job. Like I'm not tied to that. So I understand, like, but. Uh, you know what I mean? So like, like I said earlier, I can get tested, right? You can, you can set up a stipulation where before I, a client has sex, receives services from a sex worker, right? I, and I'm saying, and, and my, my point was like, okay, I go take a test, right? It, it takes me three or four days to get the test results, right? After that, what's stopping me from going see, going to see like some other girl between uh, while I'm waiting for test results, what is like the, what test is result the, is my question to you, mm, no, he, doesn't make a good, he doesn't make a good point though. Yeah, go ahead. Accounting, what, is, what is accounting for that for that moment that I took uh, of sex that I had after m that that test result that I took? So I your question that. isn't the safety of the actual sex worker; it's the the safety of the keeping, person that's going keeping, in for the service. Yes, keeping clients accountable. <laughs> how would, how would you keep clients accountable? That, that's up to their own health. I think what's important is that the sex worker is safe because I feel like a lot, especially right now since it's illegal, they aren't safe. They're abused and there's a lot that goes on. You know? It's easy to keep porn stars accountable because that's their, that's, that's their job. Like, that they're, part, the that they're part of the industry. Time, though. Me yeah, and the client, that's not my job. I'm but, not tired of that. But well, it's your job to be safe yourself and to be healthy. So it's yeah, like, that's, you that's, that's that me, service. But then, that's well, for me. Okay, so in, in, this, in this particular case, I'm, I'm going to jump on the leaf side real quick. So I'm going to just say that, like, yes. So in in reality, there is nothing stopping someone if it's a three-day grace period from going raw in somebody else yeah. and not going. You can't keep me accountable. 
yeah, okay. I we, yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, that is a risk assessment that should be well known as a sex worker. So it's a contingent upon them to be as safe as possible. And also not so, just that too. I highly so, doubt yeah. I, I, I mean, so I mean, in that case, like, of course, people want to always have like condoms. I would think that maybe oral sex would be out of the equation. Going back to the least point, because you don't know what they did. So the only thing that can be, unless you want to do oral sex, the condom on, maybe that's something they want to do. But I feel like, like I said before, the condom is like protects like what, what's the percent? Ninety nine percent or something like that. So. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that if it is going to be illegal, it should be, um, they, they should have to have protection. Also, my question, my question is if the, if the person goes and is like, hey, I want to go have, you know, sex, I want to sign up to have sex with this sex worker at whatever time, if there's a three to four day grace period to make sure that you're okay, you're setting up your appointment. If somebody is putting down excess of like, I don't know, whatever a deposit would be for that person, because obviously you're going to be paying for it. Do you there really think, a deposit. Yeah. Do you really think for one, somebody is going to have act, somebody who is paying to have sex with the sex worker is going to have the access to sex within that three to four day time. I understand that they could potentially, but I would say almost nine times out of 10, if somebody's going in to pay for sex, it's not because they have sex readily available. <laughs> I mean, like I'm just like, let's just call that like a spade because otherwise that's saving you a hell of a lot of money. Like, I get that people have like weird fetishes and things like that, but I think yeah. it's important to note that I feel like if it is legal, again, you need to be able to have a condom on. I don't yeah. think it would be legal to just exactly. Like and that. also, too, a con- like you said, a condom prevents is ninety nine percent effective. I think. For preventing, yeah, yeah, it's still for preventing. Better than not for, having one. Yeah, I mean, ninety-nine percent effectiveness is oh, higher than most people's risk assessment for anything. I mean, is a condom ninety-nine percent effective? Like, <laughs> I mean, I would think so. If the if the if the establishment is willing to provide quality condoms upon coming in and doesn't allow the client to bring in their own. Yeah, why not? Yep. Uh, I think so. So at least have, have we... Have we have changed your know, mind at all? Have, have you shifted your stance at all? I, this wasn't really shifting my stance. I just had questions. Because, like, like, I guess... So how I, do you feel about the whole thing still? I, like, I think there's a lot of unknown variables involved. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, a 30-minute podcast is is not uh i'm not gonna answer all those questions i and i don't expect it to mm-hmm. but i did some like I, I did some research just like right now if you guys don't i mean if you guys want to hear it real quick what's up okay. <gasps> question okay the question is parent planned parenthood.com how effective how effective are condoms against uh in this case, pregnancy. If you use condoms perfectly every single time you have sex, they're 98% effective at preventing pregnancy, but people aren't perfect. So in real life, condoms are about 85% effective. That means 
about 15 out of 100 people who use condoms as their only birth control method will get pregnant each year. Okay. What about STDs? STDs. That's more, so that's more mm-hmm. what we're uh, concerned with here. Yes. I mean, pregnancy too, I think is... Well, I mean, pregnancy is pretty... pretty no, I'm not saying that it's not... I'm not saying that it's not important, but I think that a lot of people are more concerned. Are you more concerned about pregnancy or are you more concerned about getting a STD? Both. 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 Yeah. Both. I'm saying there are proper necessary things in place to deal with pregnancy and unwanted pregnancy. I'm that we're going to get into the whole pro-life pro-choice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Jordan just said we should wrap, wrap it up. Yes. Yes. Fellows wrap it up. But, but I think that those are, I think when a lot of times when people in that specific scenario, I think it's more concerning about the thing that you can't get rid of versus something that is more easy to get rid of if it's not wanted. Okay. True, true. All right, Al, final thoughts? Uh, sex, work should be, should, sex workers should be legalized. And uh, yeah, that's it. Safe sex is great sex. Safe sex is yes. great sex. But you better wear a late text. Yeah, late text. We're going to get that late text saying that she's late text. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. All yeah. right, guys. Well, shout out Productive. Shout out 3Bit. And uh, shout out Millennial Minute. Follow us on Millennial Men Podcast on Instagram. Follow us Millennial Men on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube, Millennial Minute Podcast. And... Meowdies. Bye. Peace.